Welcome, welcome everyone to the Unhacked Mind Podcast, formerly known as the Christian Therapy Podcast. I do count it as a privilege that you have chosen my podcast. And if you are a returning listener, thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode. I appreciate you and I truly appreciate you for sharing this podcast on your social media platform, as well as taking the time to rate my podcast with a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. If you are brand new to this podcast, I hope you enjoy what I share with you on this episode as well as previous episodes, and I sure hope you decide to come back. I try to post at least bi-weekly episodes. If you subscribe to the podcast, you will be notified when I've posted a new episode. One thing I would like you to be aware of is that I'm a licensed mental health professional practicing by way of telehealth for the state of Maryland and Georgia. However, my podcast is not meant to be a replacement for therapy with a licensed mental health professional. What I do on this podcast is inform, educate, entertain, and I sure hope I encourage. Lastly, I'm a published author of three books, Mission Uncomfortable, Getting Out of Your Comfort Zone for God, My Purpose Then and Now, and The Unhacked Mind. I also have the Unhacked Mind Academy for online self-study courses dealing with mental health and life circumstances. All of this information can be located in the show notes. Make sure to listen to each episode all the way to the end to learn how to connect with me. Okay, let's get this episode started. Over the holiday, I remember having a few moments where I was believing or thinking that I wasn't really serving my purpose or I really didn't have a true goal in how I wanted to continue with my life at this age. And I started looking back and reflecting on the past. And I was having pity parties because I kept feeling like, Something must be wrong with me because I don't seem to have a goal. And not only did I feel like or believe that I didn't have a goal, but I kept trying to figure out, well, what is the purpose of this goal or having goals at my age? Like, what goal should I have? For instance, I'm not in a relationship with anybody intimately. I have lots of relationships and lots of friends, family and stuff like that, but I don't have a intimate relationship with anyone at this time. And over the course of the holiday that just passed, I was thinking to myself, well, maybe I don't want (laughs) to be in another relationship. Is that so wrong? Will I seem weird that I don't want to get into a serious committed relationship anymore? Because I'm trying to determine what purpose would it serve for me? Now, does it mean that I don't think it's a beautiful thing for people to be married or dating and things like that? But for me, I kept questioning if it was something that I really wanted moving forward at this age. Well, I looked at my past relationships and past marriage, and I started thinking to myself, when I got married, what was the purpose? What was my reason why 
for getting married. And all the reasons that I had at that time, they were, you know, good reasons. And I'm glad that I did it. I'm glad for the experiences that I had. But after getting married, I realized that that excitement that I had, and it might have been the same for my ex-husband, but the excitement that I had about getting married was really short-lived because what I recognize is that many of us, we measure our life on whether how or how happy we are. You know, it's like, oh my goodness, I couldn't wait to get married. And then after that, that happiness drops. And then you're like, okay, now what? Because what happens is I don't care how good it is pursuing something or going after a goal or achieving something. Once we get it, we actually end up going right back to feeling, I don't know, unfulfilled. And so that's when most people start setting new goals for themselves because we want that feeling that we had in the pursuit. I know I do. I love the feeling of pursuing the goal. And even even for the person that I'm in a relationship with, it might be the same for them. It's like, you know, wanting to get married, wanting to get in this committed relationship, feeling all the ooey-gooey feelings about it. And then we have the actual wedding ceremony and it's so exciting and people are congratulating us. And it's just like, what's that euphoria? Like, oh my goodness, this is a great feeling. But we know that with every feeling is going to change. All feelings change. There is no one feeling that we can stay at in this, in as emotional beings, as emotional beings that we are. We cannot stay happy all the time. We cannot stay sad all the time. We cannot stay numb all the time. We have to experience emotions And some of them we don't want to, but we have to experience emotions. So all of this is because I'm trying to determine what is it that we are chasing? What are we chasing in this life? We have to get back to a place where we are content with what we have in the moment and don't continue to just keep pursuing happy, happy, happy feelings all the time. Because we end up getting right back to some other feeling that is usually negative. And then we start questioning what we did. There's nothing wrong with what we did. There's nothing wrong with achieving the goal. There's nothing wrong with, you know, choosing to graduate and get your degree or take a new job or anything like that. But the thing is, is if we have this mindset that we're supposed to feel as good as we felt when we were pursuing it, then we're leading ourselves for being unfulfilled and unsatisfied. And we're chasing after something that is really not obtainable. We're chasing after this permanent feeling of euphoria and that's not realistic. So what I would like to do is give us all some things to consider. You know, it's like maybe 10 different things to consider when we are feeling unfulfilled and unsatisfied after achieving a pleasure after achieving a goal. So number one is first and foremost is just learn to be content with what we have. 
don't look to have the same feeling that we had when we were pursuing something. Just be content. So what that means for me is I'm single right now and I am learning to be content with this state in this season that I'm in. And I don't need to go out and try to find happiness in a relationship or find happiness in a a new goal or a new pursuit. I don't have to do that anymore. I can just be content with what I have in the moment that I have it and where I'm at in my life right now. Number two is I need to let go of this woe with me feeling and this feeling of despair that I sometimes experience, like I'm sure you do as well, and realize that it's not serving me. It's not serving me to just always be woe with me and start looking at my life and measuring my life and comparing my life and, you know, making myself feel bad about where I'm at in my life. So I need to learn to let go of that sentiment, that feeling that I end up having every so often and just be grateful for what I have, what I've experienced, what I've achieved and move on from that. Number three is I don't want to have this constant pursuit of, I need to be happy. I need to be happy. I need to feel happy. I'm off of that. I'm just letting that go too, is this need to be happy, happy, happy all the time. Because to be honest with you, being happy, happy all the time, it's exhausting. You know, (laughs) it's exhausting, which is why I believe that when people are like, in a celebration mode or birthday mode or wedding mode or party mode or whatever, they're glad usually when it's over. It's like, oh my gosh, oh, glad that's done. Now I can rest. Exactly. Because it's exhausting to be in any one state, to be in an angry state, to be in a happy state. It's very exhausting. So we can stop seeking to be happy, happy, happy all the time because it's not necessary, right? Number four, when I recognized that I was feeling hopeless and despair and comparing my life and judging my life and judging where I've come, I realized that that was affecting my physical body. And I couldn't stand feeling that way. I couldn't stand, number one, I couldn't stand the emotion because it was a negative. And two, it was affecting me in my body. So if we take time out to stretch during those times where we having these low moods, it, it will really alleviate some of the negative feelings we have in our physical body. So stretching, meditating, And I always say it's a great thing to start daydreaming on how you want your life to be and how you picture your life to be because that will create new neurons in your brain anyway. And it will give you something to look forward to. You know, it doesn't have to be this all out goal. Let me get this. Let me get this and stuff because I want to keep this feeling. But it will be healthy for us to stretch our bodies meditate and daydreaming and just being mindful in the moment, whether it's 15 minutes that you do it or one minute that you do it. My Apple watch, and just like many of you that have Apple watches, 
it says, um, take a minute to for mindfulness, right? And that's a good thing because it just gives you a chance to reel back in and just breathe, right? Oh, and that's another thing, deep breathing. That's, <laughs> that's a great thing to do, some deep breathing moments that also helps pull you out of that certain moves that you're in that don't feel comfortable to you. Number five, challenge the faulty thinking because in the moments that I was feeling woe with me at that time during the holidays, um, I was, I had these false beliefs about my life. You know, I had to challenge them because faulty thinking will keep you down and low and depressed. So challenge what it is you're believing. If I'm, if I'm feeling unfulfilled and unsatisfied, it might be because I believe that um, I should be somewhere else and I'm not there. And so I'm gonna challenge that belief. Why should I be somewhere else than where I'm at at the moment? Who said that? You know, if I said that for myself, I need to let that go because I'm exactly where I need to be. So challenge whatever belief you have that's attached to the feeling that you're experiencing and make sure there's no faulty thinking wrapped up in that. Six, cap capture all your thoughts, especially the thoughts that have the ability to wreak havoc on your mind, body, and spirit. And because we can't, we can't stop thoughts from coming in. And I'm, I'm sure I say this almost in every episode probably or every other episode, but capture these thoughts and don't let them implant. Don't let them implant into your spirit or in your mind because they will wreak havoc and it will take you down a dark trail that you really don't want to go to. And so just because the thought comes doesn't mean that you have to entertain the thought. So check those thoughts. I usually, and I've said this in other podcast episodes, I'm, I, in my mind, I usually have uh, like I have the security guard in my head. We there used to be a show called Herman's Head. I don't know if anybody is old enough or even remembers it, but it was a show called Herman's Head. And it's literally when thoughts come in, I the way I see it, I frisk those thoughts and try to determine whether it has a place in my mind. And if it doesn't, I throw that thing back out, just like a tennis ball, a tennis ball being thrown at you from this machine, all these, all those tennis balls are like thoughts. I capture the ones that, you know, hit me in the head and I automatically start paying attention to it. Because if that thought don't have no benefit for me, it got to go back out. Number seven, feelings are always temporary. That's, that should be, that should have been number one. Feelings are always temporary. They, you know, they, they don't stay very long, but while they're there, they can cause a whole lot of problems for you, especially physically. So, but don't avoid the feelings. Don't act like that feeling didn't show up. You got to figure out and question why it's showing up. And that's where we go back to number five and we challenge the thought, challenge any faulty thinking when those feelings are, you know, coming through. Number eight, sorry for clearing my throat in y'all ear. (laughs) But what are your goals? What are your goals? Right? And where are you trying to go? Because it's, it's always good to, to kind of have something 
to look forward to, you know, not because you're trying to experience a certain feeling, but a goal is just something giving you direction to move. Like if your goal is to to straighten up your room so you can see your floor, <laughs> right? The goal is to clean the room. Gather everything off the floor and put it in a basket. Gather everything off the floor and put it in the trash. You know, just clear a path. So your goal could be to clear a path in your room so you can get through without hitting your toe or tripping over something, right? So have goals that are, you know, sometimes small enough that it's definitely easy for you to achieve them. You know, some goals, yeah, you can set big goals and that's great, but big goals definitely, definitely require us to get God involved because some goals seem like they're impossible. Well, it's okay to have a dream, but you need God to help you manifest that goal and manifest that dream. Don't try to do life without God. Don't do it. Don't do it because trust me, where storms are still going to come, that storm is going to be hard to bear if God is not in there with you. So have some kind of goals, figure out where you want to go and then walk that direction, right? Number nine, you know, keep a community within your life and within your circle. And your community looks can look any way you want it. My community is my my daughter, um, my sons, both of them, my, you know, my extended daughters and sons that are, you know, I gained as a blessing through previous marriage. All of them are part of my community. My ex-husband is part of my community, you know, it, because he is, you know, he helps me to have perspective on different things because he thinks differently than I do but he's still a part of my community, right? And my sister and my my sister Leah and my sister Jackie, they're absolutely part of my community because for for different reasons and different experiences that we've had in our lifetime, they help keep me grounded and they are my support system. But, you know, your community can look like anything that you want it to to look like. But you need a community. You don't need to ever isolate yourself from your community because you will need them in your life. You will need them in your life. So hold on to your community. Make sure that they are within reach. Nurture your community. You know, have good relationship with people and maintain those relationships because that is important. We're not made to be on the island all by ourselves. We need to nurture our community. And number 10, and this is the last one. This is so big that you need to go back and hear me say it multiple times. Don't isolate yourself. Isolation is unhealthy and it will cause you to go into deeper despair if you isolate yourself. Now, I'm not stating isolation is um, good for when you're trying to refuel and recharge and rehab. No, those times are necessary. You'll know when you need them. 
but just saying, I don't need anybody. I don't want to be around people. That is unhealthy. And it will only make things 10 times worse. And it is number 10, right? (laughs) But it'll make things 10 times worse if you live in isolation without community and without relationships. All right. So this helped me tremendously (laughs) as I was preparing for this because I needed to figure out what I was going through when I went through my low mood. And let me tell you something. When I was in my low mood, I was way more susceptible to um, COVID because cortisol was flowing through my bloodstream at a rapid rate because depression and negative energy, that does make your body more vulnerable. And when you are getting a lot of cortisol because the stress response is on for, for the wrong reasons, then you will have difficulty fighting off anything that might be coming at you because I ended up with COVID during that time because I was sinking lower and lower prior to me getting sick. And so for that reason, I had to get my body strong enough and I had to start with the way that I was thinking. And I used to say, compare myself to the woman at the well And if you don't know, um, that's in the Bible about the woman at the well who, when Jesus came up to her and, you know, told her about her life (laughs) and the fact that she had multiple husbands and the man that she was with wasn't even her husband at the time. Well, I compared myself to that because I was always seeking out something to satisfy my thirst. And it was usually in other people. I was I've been married multiple times, and because of that, it was like I'm seeking happiness and seeking something from somewhere that can't sustain me. And now I am planning and practicing seeking the Lord first, seeking him to quench my thirst and fulfill me when I feel unsatisfied in my life. And as long as I drink of him every day, every day, because and not just once a day, throughout the day, that's the only way I will find satisfaction in how I'm living my life because I'm drinking of him, drinking of his word, and and I am getting fulfilled from that. And I'm no longer seeking to be fulfilled and satisfied through relationships, even though they're great but I'm not going after satisfaction through relationships, through achievements, through goals, because that stuff will leave me thirsty over and over and I will feel unfulfilled. So make sure you're drawing from the right source that will quench your thirst for a lifetime. And that I'll leave you with this, stay healthy, stay connected (laughs) and continues to practice love until next time. Good mental health, good spiritual health, and as always good physical health. Y'all take great care in the new year of 2022. Thank you for listening all the way to the end. I sure hope you enjoyed that episode. Please feel free to share us on your social media platform or giving it a five-star review on Apple podcasts. You can reach me on my website at unhackmind.com or 
life-counseling-transitions.com. All this information will be in the show notes. All right, take care, and I hope you come back.